Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Big Blue with JQ, hosted by Jack Corderaro and Thomas Sinergia, a New York Giants football podcast that focuses all on the New York football Giants. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Premium, so make sure, tune into an episode and check us out at Talking Big Blue with JQ. What is going on, Giants fans? The boys are back after the bye week. Welcome back to Talking Big Blue with JQ. As I was mentioning, the boys are back and getting ready for this Week 11 matchup versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football for the entire world to witness and watch. Hopefully, the Giants upset. Tom definitely thinks otherwise because we know how Tom is by this point of the season. But Tom, how are you, my friend? What's going on? How was your week? I'm good, man. I'm good. Fun week. Well, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase myself. It was a good week. Good, a good last few days. The bye week was a blessing. Definitely nice not to worry about watching this godforsaken team play. But uh, as we all know, time flies when you're having fun. So here we are again. It's Thursday, we, and we unfortunately have to preview the massacre that is about to go down on Monday night. But cue things otherwise for some reason. But I'm good, man. I'm good. It's always good being here. It's good. Yeah, it is always fun to be here because we just get the – I mean, we chit-chat all day, literally all day. Like I FaceTimed you like three, four times today. As I was at work, I was like, yo, like, you ready for this big win upcoming, this big upset? And we just, you know, we, we shoot the breeze. So without further ado, let's get into it. Tom, what are your what – what's your hopes for this week? Do you have any hope? Like, where, where are you standing right now? I'm going to be completely honest with everybody, as I always am. I never hold anything back. This is going to be ugly. Um, so Brady, surprisingly, actually not surprisingly because he's getting old, Brady normally doesn't always kind of go nuts in primetime games, according to the Las Vegas spreads, so to speak. In primetime games, because uh, I think it's just because he's getting old and I think eight or eight 30 just passes bedtime at this point, but they're just such a better team. And they just have so many guys that the defense has to worry about. They're at home. They're at home, right? It's not a MetLife. No, it is in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So it's in Tampa there. It's it, they're at home. They've lo- actually lost two in a row. They lost last week, had a bye two weeks before that and then lost to the saints three weeks ago. So it's just going to be ugly, man. It's just going to kind of, everything's just kind of going to unravel, unravel early. Unless you think something different. I totally think the exact opposite. I mean, we've seen how the Giants were last year, right before their bye week. They were able to string together a few wins. They've done the same now. And after that second half, obviously last year was a, a lot different circumstances were going on. But listen, they're a second half of the year type of football team, Tom. That's what I think about this New York Giants football team. The defense is starting to blend well. The offense, it's still the same every week with Jason Garrett. We've seen it for a million years, it feels like now. But it's it's kind of exciting because I think we're going to see Saquon Barkley back. I think we're going to see Andrew Thomas. We might even see Sterling Shepard as well. So I think we're going to have a couple of these key offensive weapons back. 
And maybe the Giants will actually want to throw the ball downfield, Tom. What do you think about that? Under the lights, prime time, maybe they take a couple shots. I mean, that would be nice. But, you know, at the same time, I don't want to just see two. I don't want to see just two or three do it. Keep doing it. I think they're going to be down early, so they're going to have to by default. But it'd be nice. You know, listen, I'm obviously going to bench the best team the entire time, but I want nothing more than to see them go nuts, upset Tampa at Tampa, show everyone that they have some some kind of talent, but I just don't see it happening. But down, I mean, you know, Saquon's coming back. That's huge. Hopefully he can get through a full game without re-aggravating something. And just listen. I say it every week. Don't I say it every week? You do. Just when you think you know the NFL, the opposite happens. So just when I think Tampa's going to absolutely stomp on us, the Giants might win. Who knows? I doubt it. But anything can happen, man. Any team can win on any given day. Do you remember how upset we were when the Giants had to go into New Orleans to play the Saints this year? And we were like, oh, brother, they're going to get blown out. Mm -hmm. Ended up being being one of the best games of recent memory for the Giants, honestly. A game like as a fan that I had the most fun watching in a very long time. If you think about it, the Bucs lost to the Saints. The Giants beat the Saints. The Giants are better than both teams, I guess. I guess that's we're going to have to just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. So they're just low-key the best team in the NFL? Essentially, if it's coming from my mouth, yeah, they're the best team in the NFL. I say that every week, though. So, that you know, that's that's not the point. The point is, is that this team needs to come out firing against this Tampa Bay team who just lost two games in a row. They had they lost to New Orleans, then they had their bye week, and they just lost to Washington by 10 points. So Brady's not very happy. That whole Tampa Bay team's not very happy. They might be getting Antonio Brown back as well, who's been out for the past couple weeks. But I'm just very excited. I love watching the Giants. Do I love watching them on primetime? No, not really. Right. I like just regular 1 o'clock, 425, 420 games, whatever you want to pick. I'd rather something like that. But it's time for Daniel Jones to shine, Tom. And I think after last year's performance against the Bucks on Monday Night Football, it's time for him to get his revenge. Do you think he does it in prime time in something that he's never, ever won before? No. So what is he now? <laughs> so he's Daniel Jones is now 0-7 on primetime games in his career. Oh, God. Oh, God, he's due. That's what. Well, that's like in what his defense, screaming. though, if you, really, if you really think about it, think about who he's played in the primetime games. Tampa twice it, as of Monday. Um, Washington. Kansas City, Washington, Dallas over the years. Yes, you know, like the Chiefs, the Bucks going to be twice. The Cowboys, obviously Washington's nothing crazy. Philly. Well, Philly, yeah, Ingram lost in that game, so he should at least have one win on primetime. True. Well, I mean, at the same time, wasn't there like a non-PI call in the Tampa game last year too with Golden Tate in the end zone or something? So that was at, towards the end of the game. That was with Deion Lewis. It was definitely – the Giants thought it was in their favor, but no, realistically, it wasn't pass interference on the defense. It was for the two-point conversion. I don't think it was a catchable pass as well, it, like to my recent memory. So they didn't get lucky. It is what it is. What are you going to do, Tom? Listen, now it's time. They are due. Aren't you excited? Am I excited? God, no. Listen, I told you, know, you this. I told you this last week. The season starts next week. You can't. I mean, 
I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to sit here. And because if we both see, this is how everything has a balance. The world has a balance to it. If we both sit here and hype up that the Giants are going to storm into Tampa Bay and come out of and come back to New Jersey with a win, we're going to we're going to look like clowns with the red nose. And if I counter it, then it creates some some sort of stability where we kind of play out both sides. Can they win? Sure. Are they? Probably not. Should they? No. Will they? Probably. It's a mess, dude. Because they have the personnel to do it, if you know what I mean. Like, they have they have players that can score the ball. But we've just, we just see week after week the same thing happen. They, you know, they try and run the ball. That doesn't get going at all. They try, they try and throw the ball, but it's little rinky-dink passes. That doesn't work. The fact that Tampa lost bad last week to a very, very bad team, and now they get to go back home, they're going to be pissed, and they're going to come out. They're going to – if they win the coin toss, they're going to receive. They're going to drive right down the field and score. So if if the Giants want to get into a dogfight, they can. I just don't know if they're fully equipped for it. So you think Tom Brady is really going to let it loose this week? As I often say while we watch games, let it loose, yes. Um, they're going to drive after, right. two, after two straight losses for a team of that high power. It's going to be very interesting to see what they what, what they come out with. They're going to come exactly. out firing. Exactly, and you know it's 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 past the middle of November now. We're in the uh, we're in just about. It's almost it's almost uh, it's almost time for December football. So Brady and them Brady and Brady and the guys in Tampa got to start figuring it out soon. And I think this might unfortunately be the exact time when they do it. On well, when, they, when they just bust out of their shells and start dominating teams, you think? I don't think so. Not even that, but just like like they they need to start winning games and winning games consecutively. And I'm afraid on national television it might be might be the case. But also, they, there will be the Manning cast on Monday on ESPN two with Peyton and Eli Manning and the various guest hosts that they have. So Eli will be there for he'll be. Present. He'll be present. Yeah, he'll be, be present on air for the game. He was, he, I mean, he did it for the Chiefs game and they still lost, but I don't know, man. Just, What's like the, um, the theory around that, that every, every player. Oh yeah. It's, it only works. Don't, don't, don't want anyone fool you. It only works for the NFL. If, yeah, like if an NFL player is on the show. So like if an NFL player is on the, is on their show this, this coming week for the giant game, no, according to the curse, that player will lose their next game. So let's say, I don't know, let's say like Rodgers goes on the show or something. According to the Manning curse, the Manning cast curse, Rod, the Packers will lose their next game. It's worked for most of the football players. It's worked for a few basketball players, but it's really just football that it's actually been kind of wild. No, that is true. Cause I've been, I've been seeing a lot of tweets and posts about that, that how this Manning curse is kind of, Oh, legit thing for players, but we've seen Brady on it. We've seen a bunch of players on it. I'm just excited for this game, Tom, because you know why? Because I think this is a chance for the Giants defense to really test themselves against these Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive weapons. We might see Antonio Brown. We'll see Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. We'll see Leonard Fournette, Rob Gronkowski. Like, this is a very good football team with very good skill players at every single position. It's crazy. I I hate to say it, but... They're a mismatch nightmare at every position. That's what I mean, man. I like I just 
I've said I've said over the last month that I just don't think the Giants ha- are talented in the majority of their position groups, and that can easily get exploited. You know, like they how do, how do you plan on guarding Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown if he comes back, Gronk, and then you know in the backfield Leonard Fournette. How do you plan on stopping all of that? consistently for, for a 60 minute game. I just don't, I just don't think the giants are capable of doing it. Obviously we've seen, we saw Washington do it last week. We saw them just, I guess, I don't know if they played better or Tampa just kind of just never really showed up to the game. The NFL is weird. How crazy is it that during the giants bye week, you know, a week for fans to really enjoy themselves a week off from their team, every single team in the NFC East had a victory last Sunday. Yeah. And obviously the, the NFC East division crown dream is dead. It's been dead for weeks, but they were, they were like in the hunt to be in the hunt for a little bit. But then well, yeah, when you have, when you have the Eagles and Washington football team, both win, obviously the Cowboys are unreal. It does, it doesn't help. Like you said, it's, it's the division rivals. So those, those like old school, like hard nosed giants fans who want to see those three teams burn every week. That was definitely rough to watch while you didn't have to worry about watching your team. Yeah, yeah. As, as so, Q's also one of them because I remember Sunday he was miserable. I'm like, why are you mad? He's like, ah, oh. he's like Dallas won, Philly won, Washington won. At first, I'm like, I don't get lucky. Well, at, at first, I'm like, this kid doesn't honestly think that like the Giants are going to compete for the division. But then I realized I said he just truly doesn't want to see those teams do well. I like the players on those teams, certain players, but I just don't want to see them win. Like they can play well and great every week, but if they lose every week, I, you know, it's the best of both worlds. It's the best of both worlds. Back to what we were saying about this Tampa Bay team of full of juggernauts. It's kind of crazy to think that Tom Brady, his last two games has thrown four interceptions, both coming in losses. You got to think he's, he's getting ready to turn this around or just flip the switch and say, I'm going to go goat mode and just do my own thing for the next couple of weeks and just everyone stay out of my path. That look on your face doesn't, uh, you know, <laughs> seem very appealing to me. So um, I'm going to need you to uh, smile a little bit, you know? Oh, we're just so beat. When um, will it end? When will it end? Um, when the organization fix themselves and John Mara sits down one day and goes, I should really do something with this team and like, fix it you know we're in one of the highest markets in the world listen i say it every week this team finds ways to shoot themselves in the foot lose games like when we get over to our score predictions and stuff i'll explain it more but this team just finds ways to beat up on themselves i think this game can be a close game but it really depends on who's back for the giants like if we're going to see barkley if we're going to see andrew thomas even if we see Sterling Shepard, guys like that, and how this offense matches up against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. They haven't been the greatest defense like they were last year, but they are still have very good players, like guys like Devin White. They have very good players on that defense that scare me and can change the pace of the game in a blink of an eye. For sure. I I think you should play wide receiver this week because I think they wouldn't expect it, and I think you would... Have a big fantasy day. I, I'd start you in fantasy if I could. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be the biggest catch the ball and just fall right to the ground guy ever. So, you know, like eight catches for 40 yards. Not and that's bad it. Day. It's not a bad day. It's 12 points. 
And if I score, it's 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 a uh, eighteen. I'd easily take that as a flex. Perfect flex option for me. Right. I mean, yeah, fantasy's been good. Fantasy fantasy football has been dealing me pretty well this year. I'm in first place in our league. I'm very excited. I have a good team, and I don't know. That's all I got to be happy about. Your team, uh, we were talking about today, just scrapes by every week. Yeah, our league hates me because I, I'll win a game by only scoring like 108 points, which in, which in a 10-man PPR is not a lot at all by any means. But no matter how you win, winning's winning. So winning is win. winning. So I was just I looking am. at some stats from last week from that Washington game versus Tampa Bay. Taylor Heineke had eight yards per attempt through the air. Been, he kind of carved up that Bucks defense. So it'll be interesting to see if Daniel Jones can do the same. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones. Like we've mentioned before, has never won a primetime football game in his career. I think it's time. Obviously, the Bucks defense does bring a lot of pressure. Five sacks last game, eight QB hits. So this Giants offensive line, they've allowed 20 sacks in nine games. Kind of middle of the pack right there. Not terrible. It's not like something enormous that's like blown out of proportion like years past, like it always is when Daniel Jones or Eli were just getting killed every play, every snap. So it's going to be really important for this offensive line, Tom, to sustain a block, give Danny boy time to throw the ball and let it loose down the sideline, the Kenny Galladay and do and let him do what he was paid to do and go up and catch contested passes. I want to see like a Kenny Galladay, Contested catch. Is that like too much to ask for? I mean, the holidays are coming up. Got to get my Christmas list ready. Like, is that too much to ask for? You know, just one little catch? No, not at all. But you keep saying to let it loose. If you if you remember correctly, every time I said that on Sunday, it, the throw would be intercepted. So I don't know how much you want to say that when we're on offense, but up to you. Unless it's just me. Yeah, I was just going to say it's definitely – So, I'll just say it every time Brady throws. Good, good. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, besides Daniel, how he performs Saquon because the Bucs defense this year is only allowing 3.7 yards per carry, which is second in the league. So, definitely a tough run defense to go up against. Maybe we'll see a lot of play-action passes, something like that sorts. But overall, Tom, this game – I really feel like it's a must win. Obviously the giants are a game and a half, two games out of that wild card spot, like that seventh spot in the NFC. They keep it interesting every year. Don't they? They keep creeping up, knocking on that back door. Here they come. I'm ready for score predictions. If you are, you could start. All right. I'll make this quick and simple. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath. The giant, the giants are going to hang around for a little bit. Um, it'll probably be like a one score game at halftime. But then the Bucks will probably score in a third, and it'll be like it'll be like a seven nothing or a ten nothing t- uh, third quarter where the Giants just don't score, and then the Bucks will probably score again late. Giants maybe kick a field goal, and the Bucks are gonna eventually somehow like it. So it's gonna it's gonna be one of those games where people like you are gonna be dialed in because it's gonna seem a lot closer than what it actually is. Um, so the Giants are gonna lose thirty three to thirteen. The Bucks get back on track. The Giants hang. Listen, they're gonna hang around. Brady in primetime doesn't blow teams out. It's been it's proven over his last twelve primetime games. It's just past the guy's bedtime. Um, he's not gonna blow anybody out. Again, t- twenty points you can say is a blowout, but 
the Giants are going to hang around for most of the game, but then Bucks eventually score at the end to pull away. 33-13, it's just one of those what-are-you-going-to-do games. And then Q's going to call me just so mad at me for the next, like, two or three days. He probably won't even have me come on for the recap because he'll be so mad. But, yeah, 33-13, Bucks over the G-Men. That was good. That was uh, good, good work right there, Tom. I love it. My turn. Okay, so th- this weekend, Monday Night Football, it's a big game for the Giants. I love this team. You know that. You love this team. I still don't think they're there where I wanted them to be. Like, coming into this offseason, after free agency, going into the preseason, I thought this team was a step above of where they are right now or how they've played so far this season overall. I think it's going to be a close game for a majority of the game, but I think the Bucs do win by a touchdown, 28-21. Tampa Bay wins. Tom Brady, two-minute drill, end of the game, end of the fourth quarter, gets it done. I will say, though, it's because, listen, this team finds ways to lose games. I think they will be winning in this game. I think they'll be winning going into halftime. I think they'll be winning the Giants going into the fourth quarter. They'll be up a touchdown or two, but they always find ways to lose games, cough up games. Jason Garrett is a no-no. I don't like him. Put him in a timeout somewhere else. Patrick Graham's been doing a phenomenal job the past two weeks against two very high-powered AFC teams, the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Raiders. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Joe Judge might burn all of his timeouts with three minutes left in the third quarter. We don't know at this point. We don't know. (laughs) This team consistently finds ways to piss me off and lose games. I think it's going to be a great game. That's what happens. These games are all great. And then there's the little things I have to nitpick at, like stuff like that I just explained. And they end up losing. And I'm like, man, all this for a damn loss. Like, even if they were to win the game, I wouldn't have to talk about the things they did wrong because they came out with the win. 28-21. I'll jump right into my hot takes. Daniel Jones throws three touchdown passes in over 350 yards. Last time he was in Tampa Bay, he threw for 375 his rookie season, his rookie debut in Tampa, 375 big ones. He's going over 350, three touchdowns, over 350 receiving yards. I mean, over 350 passing yards. It's going to be a good game, but they'll come up short. So read your final line again. My final line is Daniel Jones has three touchdown passes and throws for over 350 passing yards. Those are my two hot takes. Good Gandhi. All right. Well. And Jason Garrett gets fired mid-game, and they just throw him <laughs> to the wolves. Not bad, right? I don't hate it. All right, so ugh, what can be something that's actually a hot take? Everything about the Giants organization. Uh, Brady throws a pick six. Any player in – in specific, McKinney again, two weeks Logan, in a row. Logan Ryan, his former teammate. Wow. Okay. I like Brady, it, Tom. Brady to Logan Ryan. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a tipped pick or if it's just straight to him. But Brady throws a pick to Logan Ryan, who runs it back for, for the score. And if you relate that to my score prediction, that means that the Giants offense only scores one touchdown. And we're doomed. But, yeah, no, so that's it. I mean, I, I can't really – I'll do one more. I'll do one more. Danny doesn't have a turnover. 
He's been pretty consistent this year. He's been he's yeah. been balling. Yeah. I've been very happy of his performance so far. The past last three games, he's had a QBR over ninety five all three games. Yeah. So definitely someone exciting to always watch for. Hopefully we see Saquon, Andrew Thomas. It's going to be fun to watch guys like Lenny Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin do their thing. Maybe we'll see Gronk as well too and Antonio Brown, A.B. Tom, I'm excited. I know deep down you're very excited for this game. It's primetime under the lights. Let's see if Daniel Jones can get his first primetime win because I think it's going to be on his shoulders to lead this team to victory. There's no one else. There's no one else that can do it but him. So, just get it done, man. The Bucks are my survivor pick this week. So for those that are listening, if they don't win, if the Bucks don't win, and I get bounced out of my pool, if you've done the math, I've survived ten weeks, including a double pick week in week eight. If the, if they if they don't win, JQ gets to personally power bomb me through a table. We'll give you a uh, reverse mohawk. I'm down for that one, too. hmm Yeah. But listen, I got nothing else. I'm ready for Monday night. That's all I got to say. Let's do it. All right, guys. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Go eat some beautiful turkey in the next couple of weeks. Enjoy the holiday season as well. Be happy. Be cheerful. It's a lot of good to hope for. And just always be happy because, listen, you could be Jason Garrett somewhere, so. That's all I got to say. I'm JQ, and I'm signing out. Yeah, everyone have a, have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy holiday. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys when we get back. Peace. Peace out.